Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the place where you grow as a leader, where you're able to get good ideas to help you as a leader become all that God has called you to become. I want to thank all of you so much for every single week supporting this podcast. It means a lot. And I'm telling you, I truly, truly appreciate all of you because let me tell you something. Leaders know how to sharpen each other. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. Today, I'm just so excited to have you connect and I want to make sure you share this podcast with as many people as you can. It would mean a lot to me if you did that. So please share it, the link with as many folks as you can. Also, if you don't mind, please follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. That would mean a lot to me if you did and would love to connect with you, learn more about you. And then, of course, you can also go to my website at josephwalker3.org for more information. I really would appreciate that. And thank you so, so very, very much. I'm so grateful and thankful for all of you for your support. And today I want to talk about a subject I believe will be a blessing to your life, assessing where you are and where you're going. You know, it's so interesting. A lot of people out here trying to navigate this space and after the pandemic, just trying to figure out where am I now? Where's my business? Where's my vision? And then trying to reimagine where you're going. And I think it's important for us to really have a roadmap to really help us get to the place that God has for our lives. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want to really dig in. I want to lean in on this subject because I believe it's going to really help you. Let me start right out the gate and it's going to be something I think will bless you. You know, um, you have got to discover your starting point. And what that means is, um, I was in the mall one day and uh, my wife and I were, were trying to find a store. And it was a pretty big mall and we were just going and going and going until she said, let's go find the map. Now, you know, guys, we like to just, you know, keep looking, you know, and I got it. I figured out. She says, no, 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 no. Let's find the map. So I reluctantly submitted, went with her to find the map on the wall. And do you know what she was looking for? She was looking for the yellow dot. And the yellow dot, when she found it, it said, you are here. And when she was able to orient us where we were, orient us where we were, she was able then to find the store to then get a sense of the distance we were from where we are to where we have to be. See, the reality is if you don't really know where you are, you don't really have any concept of the distance necessary to get where you're trying to go. And so a part of this process is really assessing where you are, really having a clear understanding about being honest about where you are financially, where you are in terms of your staffing, where you are in terms of your business, all the things you're doing. You, have, you cannot inflate this. You cannot you know, exaggerate this. You have to be very, very honest. And the question is, where is your yellow dot? 
Where are you emotionally? Where are you spiritually? All of these things matter as leaders. So one of the things that real leaders do, they do not inflate their yellow dot. It is what it is. And that gives me the first path forward to know if I'm trying to get to this place, I could be right next to it. Or it may take me all around, up and down, but at least I know where I'm going because I know where I am. So I want you to be very clear about that. I want you to really think through that and write that down and just ask yourself, where are you now? The second thing that's equally as important is to begin to really ask yourself, how did I get where I am? How did I arrive at this place? I believe that there is a a story. I believe there's a series of experiences that must be chronicled, that must be understood. And you have to be willing to be honest about all of that, whether it was good, bad, whatever. You have to be willing to really dissect how did you arrive at the place where you are? I have a book. It's called Restored at the Root. And this book really deals with, um, you know, how do we come into the places we are? How Things just don't happen. It's a result of trauma. It's the result of uh, experiences we've had that it kind of calls us to wonder why we are the way we are and why we are where we are. And so I believe it's very important for us to get to the root of the matter and to not just bypass this issue. It's critically important that we take it seriously, look at how did I get where I am now? What series of events led me to this place? Was it loss? Was it, you know, an adjustment? Was it a promotion? What was it? Because that can help me determine where I need to be and why I'm going to this next space. Am I going to this next space because it truly is an elevation? Am I trying to get to this next space because I'm trying to escape the pain of where I am? I want to make sure I check my motive in this. So how did I get where I am? Was it an organic move? Was it a natural move? Or was I forced into this space and I'm just trying to get out by any means necessary because if it's an issue of escapism, I may be running from something that God might be developing me in. So I really want you to think through that and I want you to really take your time and process that. And then number three is what would you have done differently? See, when you assess where you are, you have to ask yourself, what would I have done differently had I had the opportunity to do it all over again? What decisions would I have made? Would I have hired the people that I have hired now? Would I have the same relationship capital that I have now? Would I have invested the money that I did now? Would I, would I still be doing the things that I've always done? Like I have to begin to ask myself those critical questions because they do matter. So I want you to really begin to process that and think through that. And I want you to really begin, you know, asking yourself those very, very important questions. What would I have done differently? What could I have done differently? There's nothing like introspection. Nothing like reassessing your decisions so that you don't repeat the same mistakes. I know in my own life, boy, I've gone through this a a ton of times and said, man, if I could have done this differently, people ask me all the time, what would I have done differently as a leader had I had a chance to do it all over again? I would have said I probably would have, you know, not hired as fast as I hired. I hired people because the organization was growing so fast and I was staffing to my weakness and I just felt I needed this staff and that staff and this staff and I was I was just hiring people so fast. And, and of course, the turnover was just happening. And I didn't realize why. It's because 
I was hiring people that were not necessarily qualified at first. They were just great people, loyal people, but didn't have the skill sets. And it was only later in my leadership, my pastoral leadership, that I began to really put a demand on competency, right? And really having people understand that even though we're loyal and uh, I appreciate you and love you, I want to make sure I put you in a position to be successful in life and not aid and abet you in just being trifling. So <laughs> what would I have done differently? For me, I probably would have staffed differently. Uh, and then, of course, I probably would have been a little bit more conscientious about the people I let get close to me. So these are the kinds of reflective moments that each of us need to go through as leaders. And we need to make certain that we chronicle those things so that we don't forget those things and we don't repeat them. Number four is, what did you learn about yourself and your team? This is important. <laughs> what have you learned about you? Let's start with you. What have you learned about yourself over the last 12 to 24 months? Let's just deal with that. What have you learned about your capacity, your stress level, your ability to be creative and innovative? What have you learned about your willingness to really move vision forward, your patience, your spiritual growth? What have you learned about your prayer life? What have you learned? What have you discovered about you? Self-realization is one of the most powerful, powerful tools of leadership. When you're able to learn about who you have become, who you are, it's an amazing thing. I said a million times over and over again. I wrote about it in Leadership and Loneliness. Don't get so busy doing and doing and doing and doing that you don't pause and just be. Who have you become? In this season, ask yourself, who have I become? This is so incredibly important. So I just really want you, really want you to lock in on that. And I want you to also say, what have you learned about your staff? You know, one of the things that uh, every person looks out and says, is my staff resilient? You know, have they come through this pandemic? Have they, have they gotten closer? Have I not given them enough credit? Like you find out so many things about the personality of your staff, the resilience. You know, you find about things about character of your staff. You find these things out about your team. And so you put your team in these crisis situations. And you're able to see either they will emerge victorious or they'll fold. So it's important to know the lessons you have learned. I think this is a part of leadership. It's a part of assessing where you are and where you're trying to go. What did I learn along the way? What did I learn about me? And what did I learn about the people that are making my vision come to fruition? Here's number five. I want to develop a strategy for where I'm going. Now, here's the thing. Let's really process this for a moment. When I talk about developing a strategy, I am seriously talking about putting yourself in a position, listen carefully, putting yourself in a position that you take time out, chart a path forward, go back to the yellow dot and say, how long will it take me to get here? What are the steps necessary? And then who are the people that need to go along with me? What kind of resources do I need to accomplish this goal? This takes time. You cannot rush trying to get to this space, but you have got to have a unique strategy. And when you develop that strategy, you stick with it. You don't bend to the left or right, but you stay focused on that strategy. You don't allow people's emotions or the next new thing to cause you to waver from your strategy. Just stay the course to what God has given you to do, and you will reach your destination. 
This is so important. I've developed strategies. I'll give an example. I was very committed to getting in shape, getting healthy. I got on a program. You know, I was always working out, but I got on a program to help me view food differently. And everywhere I go, people notice that, that I've gotten in good shape. And they're like, man, what did you do? And I explain. But I had a strategy. And the beautiful thing about this is that every day I had to get up, weigh myself, <laughs> right? Had to be honest about what my weight was, where I was trying to go. I'd have to chronicle that. Then I had to document every meal I ate. And it began to count my calories. And I had to make certain that I was honest about what I was eating. And I put that in and I was looking at how many calories were I t- was I taking in and was I staying within the limitations that the program had me to stay in? Was I working out? Was I listening to all the assignments, reading them? See, this was important for me to be effective. So the strategy was not just go out here, throw something in the air, even now and then do some random stuff, work out, do this. No, it was a very focused strategy to help me reach my goal. I not only reached my goal, but I exceeded my goal. And actually, I'm being sustained in that goal because I employed a strategy. People who are not disciplined hate strategy. But when you are disciplined, you're able to accomplish this, to move forward in it, and it's an amazing thing. Here's number six. Position the right people in the right place. If you're going to get where you're going, you're going to have to have people where they should be. What do I mean by this? Sometimes you might have to do, and then we do this and we come in and do training for your team, personality test. See, some people are very much people who like to work by themselves away from people and the other people that enjoy those interpersonal relationships. The people who like working alone or the people you put behind computers, their data entry, they do what they do. And if you take people who are not necessarily relational and you put them like as a receptionist, then you run into frustration because these people are not in a position consistent with who they are. And so it's important that you have the right people in the right place. You have the hospitable people as receptionists. You know, you have people who are very much given to detail, very focused. These people are very much behind the scenes, making sure details and logistics are happening in your organization. See how this works? So for us, it's really just about making sure we are developing a sound strategy for where we are going, period. That is how you do it. And ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. (laughs) When you develop a strategy where you're going, you get people where they need to be. The strategy is the roadmap that the people follow to be in the right place. The strategy is the game book. And watch this. If the people understand the playbook, they understand where they're supposed to be on the field and what they need to do. So often, because there is no strategy, there's no playbook, people just go out and they're just playing scrimmage. There are no plays. It's just run down the field and let's see who gets the ball. That's not how you're going to get where you're going. You have got to have a very intentional, focused strategy and put people in the right positions, in the right place, in order to get where you're trying to go. So let's review before we get to our last principle. We're talking about assessing where you are and where you need to go. So the first thing is, is to understand 
you are here place. What's my yellow dot? Like in the mall, when I find that map, where are you? You are here. Being honest about the place where you are financially, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, and otherwise. Where are you? Number two, how did you get where you are? Doing the real work to really peel back layers to find out how did my life end up in this place? What decisions did I make? What things did I do (laughs) to cause me to be in the place where I am today? And then what would I have done differently? What would I have done that could have changed the course of my life for the better? What could I have done? What decisions do I wish I had gotten back that I could do better to move forward? Number four, what did I learn about myself? What did I learn about my team? What are things that I know for a fact that I could learn from my experiences? There are things I learned about myself I would have never known had I not gone through what I've gone through. And I think about my team and I've learned so much about them. I've given them more credit now. I've learned this is a pretty amazing team because of how they've been resilient and how they perform under pressure. And then I developed a strategy for where I'm going. I'm not just throwing something in the wind, but I'm actually putting a strategy together to say we're doing this, then that, then this, then that, and then giving some rationale as to why we're doing it because the strategy becomes the roadmap. For number six, positioning the right people in the right place. The right people in the right place means I need to make sure that I've got people in a position to win. These are people that share my same values. These are people that are going to make certain that they protect the brand of what I'm doing and that these people in alignment with their personality, they're in positions that are consistent with who they fundamentally are. I can't make somebody pretend. I've got to make sure people are where they can win. Then number seven, always, and I mean it, always get better. Every day you wake up, now that you know where you're going, I need you to always get better than the day before. I always, every single year we do our budget, I always want the year to be greater than the year before. Always strive for something. Set new benchmarks. You have to make certain. I want this many customers. I want this percentage of network. I want to make sure every single time I'm getting better and better. Why? It is God who takes us from glory to glory, from strength to strength. And I believe that as a leader, you should always strive to get better every single day. Well, I hope that this has been a blessing to you. And I tell you, I have enjoyed sharing it with you. And I hope as you assess where you are, I hope you've gotten a clear understanding of that place, no matter how painful or no matter how joyful it might be. I just hope it makes sense now to understand how you got to the place where you are and assess things you could do differently. And I hope that as you look at where you're going, that you know that you will reach your destination. It's not so much whether or not you will reach it. As a leader, it's about how you want to reach it. Do you want to reach it with a greater awareness of wisdom, understanding so that you can walk into it with maturity? You want to make sure (laughs) that that is the case and that you're not reaching it unaware and an immaturity, making huge mistakes because you did not chronicle and learn the lessons along the way. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. 
Please make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Let me know this has blessed you and know that I truly appreciate all of you so very, very much. And until next time, I pray God's many, many blessings be upon you and yours. Until then, be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward 